what we do here is go back, 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 back. Welcome, welcome to the Hustle Sold Separately. We are a weekly podcast dedicated to all of you awesome human beings on the planet that subscribe or that are learning about this podcast or coming on here. Uh, all of you guys are, you're the anti-status quo. I love you guys. <laughs> you're, you know, producers and artists and, and innovators and disruptors and creators and entrepreneurs and you guys, or you're just passionate. You're passion driven. You guys are doing things outside of the box. Maybe you are looked at as a little weird. Maybe people don't understand you. They don't get you. Why would you do this? Why would you go after this thing or that thing? Well, this is the space where you are completely understood and the conversations constantly flow around that kind of behavior. I get you. We get you. My guests get you. None of us are conventional. None of us are doing anything the way, quote unquote, they said we should do it. And uh, that's why we have all these really amazing conversations. And it's really meant to kind of spark in you both the humanization of the creative journey and your entrepreneurial journey or your passionate journey. And to actually have, um, you know, human optimization of that, right? Like how can you maybe use some of these things to, re to realign or reassess or just set, reset um, how you're doing in the process and keep going. So um, I just wanted to thank all of you guys for listening, especially the day ones, especially the new people. Uh, anybody new that's here, I'm Matt Gottesman. It's nice to meet you. You can certainly uh, reach out to me at Matt Gottesman on Instagram. I answer every text, DM, rep reply, response. I said this on the last episode. Somebody actually reached out to me yesterday, a really, really good dude out of uh, uh, Dallas, Texas. Cam, what's up? In case you hear this. Um, and, you know, he said, hey, you said on your podcast, anybody can reach out at any time. I am. And I don't know if you're going to answer. And boom, here we are. And I did. And we had a great conversation. And boom, he's now a part of the podcast. See how that's how it works. So uh, if you want to get in the, the intersection of, you know, the conversation at the intersection of creativity and culture and entrepreneurship at, at HDF magazine is where it all began. And of course, the podcast a handle at Hustle Sold Separately on Insta as well. That will be starting to be built out here over time. Um, but Wanted to thank all of you guys again, and we have another really, really great show. Um, for any of the newbies that know uh, or that, that don't know yet, we don't glamorize or glorify success. That is a very arbitrary thing. There isn't this, let's have entrepreneurs on and let's just talk about all their amazing success and that you should follow in their lead. Not going to happen on this podcast, not now, not, not in the past, not in the future, not ever. Because the idea is success is different for each person. And discovery of that is like your, is part of your truth. So without further ado, we're going to jump into this episode today. And we're going to be talking a lot about the entrepreneurial journey, staying patient. Patience is key and very difficult for a lot of people. Um, you know, how do you move in spite of what others may think of your choices? So and this is just a conversation that just came up with somebody who reached out because of the podcast. So this is also for you. We're going to be talking about that. And then how do you, um, how do you do it all? 
and show yourself grace in the process while you're trying to manage, in this case with my amazing guest, who's also a very good close friend of mine, um, how do you manage being a, a father and a husband and a, a leader and a trainer and a coach and a mentor and you know all these other things while trying to build something of um, you know in your purpose and in a, a significant value and impact, right? It's not always easy. So I've got uh, my amazing friend, Joanie Lockett, who is the founder of Lockdown Athletics and uh, based out of L.A., but he's here in the studio with me. And to give you just kind of a quick background, he is a native of L.A., grew up as a student athlete playing multiple sports, including soccer, track and field and football. And after high school, he was fortunate enough to continue on playing football all four years in college while earning multiple postseason awards. And then after returning home um, from college, he enjoyed a successful career in broadcast media advertising, having worked with some of the biggest global brands, including Disney Motion Pictures, Sony Pictures, Nissan Motors, Lexus, Toyota, McDonald's, and many others. And when um, not negotiating media contracts by day, he was pursuing his other passion uh, during the evenings and weekends. So all of you listening, you can do multiple things as long as they're intentional. (laughs) Um, And he was pursuing being a personal trainer and strength and conditioning coach. Then after almost 20 years in media, just over 15 years carving his niche as a coach, he decided to follow his passion by turning his side hustle into health, fitness, and performance into a full-time career and growing his brand. Patience, friends, if any, if any of you just heard that part. So Lockdown Athletics is what he created and he's spending um, all of those years as an advertising executive allowed him to see the glaring need that was missing among his media peers, which is to put health and wellness at the front of their responsibilities. We just had this conversation. We're gonna continue to have this conversation. This is where he began to focus on developing programs to help adults in their 30s and 40s, just like him, overcome the loss of perceived athleticism in order to age well, regain their energy, improve mobility, increase overall strength to maintain independent movement. And by the way, in doing all these things, a lot of some of these other problems that are being noticed and called upon in society right now would be solved. Not entirely. I'm just saying that like when we take accountability and responsibility for our bodies, you will start to notice a lot of other changes happen organically. And then of course, after making that transition to full-time coach, he spent time in the physical therapy, uh, you know, setting, um, helping general population and athletes transition from rehabilitation to return to activity and sport. And then another glaring observation uh, he noticed was the number of young youth, or excuse me, youth athletes that were being seen for various soft tissue injuries. They were being pushed fairly hard. And so through extensive research, he realized that many of these injuries were being caused by overuse of specific muscles and motor patterns due to more kids playing um, one competitive sport year round. As a result, many young athletes develop um, better skill but aren't improving their athleticism due to lack of strength and multi-directional movement ability. I understand this well. Uh, He now teaches camps and clinics for youth and collegiate athletes, preparing them from the demands of the sport to help them stay on the field court and earn more competitive playing time, I'd say also advantage. Um, He's been blessed with the opportunity to work with several high-level entertainers like Jennifer Garner, James Corden, and Michelle Pfeiffer. And um, he's even done some training with the podcast host, Matt Gottesman, (laughs) however, uh, out there in his L.A. uh, facilities. However, he credits his biggest success to working with youth and team athletes to help them prepare for the annual rigors of their sports. And when he's not putting people through grueling workouts, true, and monitoring their nutrition habits, he can be found spending time with his wife and two children, hiking, biking, swimming, competing in Spartan races and Tough Mudders, 
or at least a local park, finding some sort of adventure to get into. Join Ye. What's yes, up, sir. brother? It's What's good to have you in the flesh. Glad, right. Made right. it out here to Phoenix, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's a beautiful thing, man. I haven't been uh, been to here in Scottsdale in a little while, but um, I actually spent, I think I shared this with you before, yeah. that I spent um, uh, some of my youth years here in Scottsdale right. uh, in elementary school. So it's, uh, it looks a whole lot different, but has the same feel my old, old the, cruise by the old house and it actually looks the same it's, it's kind of kind of nostalgic some cool. parts stay the same some parts change 100%. um yeah. so i mentioned before the show first question is always the same how do we get here like because um i know i gave a good description of your background sure. and um you know and you know maybe for a few minutes just kind of talk about like hey i was doing this this just didn't seem to make sense so i moved into this and you know whatever the journey is i would love for you to share it, the context of why these things are so passionate to you yeah for sure so um, kind of going all the way. Let me, let me. I guess I'll go back to um, uh, really to college. Uh, ultimately, as I, um, as you had mentioned, played college football, and um, uh, was fortunate enough to. Uh, I went to junior college out of, after high school and spent two years there, studying health, health, health education, uh, with the idea of going into physical therapy and being an athletic trainer. And once I transferred um, uh, to university for my last two years on football scholarship, uh, I decided to change majors halfway through and went from health education into business administration. So um, once I did that, I knew uh, really that that transition was like, I think I'm going to go the corporate route rather than <laughs> wearing, the, you know, being here in the in the trainer's room all the time. I don't know. I can't remember specifically why that was that there was some there was definitely a situation. Um, uh, I, I remember with one of the administrators that had kind of frustrated me at the time. And I was like, ah, you know what? I'm just going to pivot and, uh, and 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 I'm going to go do something completely different. Had no idea what that different was. So I actually stumbled into advertising when I came back home from college. Um, so my first position was as a broadcast media coordinator at uh, an ad agency in LA that was managing Disney and Touchstone Motion Pictures at the time. And um, that's how I basically fell into it. It was by accident. I had no idea that, uh, mm. that selling spots and buying spots was an actual thing. <laughs> so, uh, but I enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I actually love uh, the, the uh, and I speak in, in, and athletic terms sometimes so excuse me when i say i love the x's and o's and the execution of the negotiation the art right. of the negotiation and, yeah and um uh and and the numbers involved and chasing audiences and all that all that fun stuff right so um i dove headfirst into it enjoyed it and um fortunately for me i was able to grow my career relatively quickly there just by diving in really at the end of the day i, I love relationships and that's one of the main reasons i i i uh, transitioned into coaching but so after a few years of doing that though one thing that I did notice is my own athleticism started to go away so now here I am working you know super crazy hours you know 10 to 12 to 13 hours a day um, that's on top of a commute that was about an hour in and an hour out that got a little longer. The, uh, the, the, the older I got just because traffic in Los Angeles is, uh, is a bear for those who have not been there. So, um, an hour and a half in an hour and a half out, uh, day after day, along with the, the meetings, the stresses of, of, uh, the job itself and the career itself, uh, the dinners in the evening time, and trying to, to cultivate 
uh, a sense of what I like to call integration. We say balance, but it's really hard to balance all those things out. They don't really balance. Um, we have to integrate certain things, and that means family time, um, time for self, and uh, getting your own mindset in the right place health-wise so that we can then apply it back to the job and the demands of what we do for our career. And that became a strain for me, and I was becoming really unhealthy. I just wasn't happy with myself. I didn't feel good. And the one thing that I noticed is I had stopped training. I had stopped exercising uh, the way that I was when I was uh, an athlete, right? So now I'm sitting in this chair all day. My back's starting to hurt, and my hips are hurting, and I'm stiff, and I'm eating well, like eating like a champion, and then taking this long commute every day. And I finally was like, you know what? I've got to do this for myself. I've got to get myself back in shape. I've got to fix this. So I did and found a local gym, not only by my house, but also by the office that I was working at. And through that, I actually started to feel better. My performance at work started to improve. My energy at home uh, didn't crash when I got out of the car and be like, just leave me alone. Let me go close, close the door behind me for an hour and then I'll come back out and, and I'll be a normal human again. So there was something to that. And the more that I started to train and eat better and be conscious about my sleep, I actually felt better doing my actual work during the course of the day. But I would even disappear at lunchtime sometimes and, and take my hour, hour and a half lunch and just go to the gym and, and um, put myself through a little workout, grab lunch, come back to the desk and just hammer it out. And that's just how I structured my routine and, and my, my day to day. I started to notice that people were asking me, how are you doing this? Like, what, what are you doing? I, and I would just look, I'm just like, I'm just making the time. I'm just doing it yep. so that I could feel better, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but um, uh, some underlying issues that were, uh, that were attached to that is I knew that if I didn't, especially as I got older and, and um, after I had my daughter, um, who is the, the older of my two kids, we have health history that's not very good in my family. You know, I've, I lost my dad a couple, a few years ago, almost four and a half years ago now to a massive heart attack. We'll, we'll dive into that in a little bit because uh, that was actually a, a big catalyst into me really diving into lockdown athletics and, and, and trying to grow, grow this thing out. But my mom uh, has had uh, her own uh, set of heart health issues. You know, I go all the way back and these are these are just genetic things. Right. And we can't run from your genetic. You can't run from, from those things. But, but you don't want it to be your story. You either. don't want it to be your story, though. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm going to have to change the narrative yes. going forward. Yes. If I have to be that person for you know, my generations to follow, then this is just what I'm going to have to do. Mm -hmm. And not everybody understood that. And still don't, believe it or not. There's still some people that are just like, eh, well, you know, he's just doing his thing. But, um, <laughs> but, they, but as we get older... right. And things start to not move as well. Mm -hmm. And health, because, especially you mentioned it earlier, health right now is the topic of conversation globally. Period. Globally. Period. Period. Yeah. Right? Everywhere. And like, oh, wait a minute. You're like, yes. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so what we're seeing now are the underlying health issues right. and those comorbidities that are manifesting itself if when yes. you get certain infections and disease, right? Those things become exacerbated. Yes. And um, so for me, that was something that I saw going back about 15, 15 years ago. Okay. So my mom had, had a heart attack way back when before she retired. And, um, 
you know, for, for me, her having the second mild one, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta figure out exactly what the issue is, what, what the issue is um, here with the family. And so that became the forefront for me. So I'm like, okay, I've gotta fix this. I'm gonna have to be the catalyst to fix this, uh, not only with my own household, but to feel better for myself. But maybe through education, I can talk to my own family members and especially my peers who are also high performers, super stressful job, career oriented, that uh, are struggling in their own day to day to figure out how to integrate good health, good lifestyle habits with their career while raising families. Like how do we do those things? And if you don't know, and you don't seek out the tools to do so, you just become part of that rat race as you go along. And I refuse to do it anymore. So um, right around this sort of situation, let's go back now, 2007, 2008, 2009. Remember what was going on in, in, in the world uh, during that time? We had a the financial crisis. We had a financial crisis, right? So I was working in media during that time when General Motors was, was, uh, was basically folding right before my eyes and they were one of my biggest clients, right? So we're seeing advertising dollars just disappear. I'm seeing some of my best friends lose careers. And um, that for me was a really eye-opening experience because now if you have your entire identity tied up into a job, um, that job no longer needs you, then what do you do? Okay, so I was said to myself, okay, I'm gonna build my coaching brand because people are already seeking this information out. Say that again. If Which you point? don't have your identity, I, what, what I really liked, and not to cut you off, but like I like what you said, when you have your identity attached to a job, I say that again, I like sure, that. Sure, sure, when you have your identity attached to a job, your peers will then only associate you with being that person. You mm. become pigeonholed into whatever it is that you're doing. You're the executive of X, Y, Z career, and that's just what you do. So if you decide to pivot, not everybody's going to really understand why you're doing that. Boom. So now all of a sudden you're an outsider, you're an anomaly. While they got it when you're doing it part-time, but now you're trying to make this a thing, and they're like, whoa, wait a minute, how come you're supposed to be you know, sticking with this? Even though you see the writing on the wall as far as the transition of how media is done. Now, here we go, fast forward. There were no digital agencies back then. You know this, because you're in the, in the digital space. So you go back now, you know, 12 years and there's digital ad agencies everywhere, right? And that's because you have to, you had to see exactly where things are going. And for me, I saw that coming. And the one thing that wasn't going away was the stress and the lack of time and the busyness that goes into uh, the career. And so um, for myself, found myself with high blood pressure. Um, then uh, I found myself being s extremely stressed out uh, all the time, short fuse, bad attitude, and I'm like, okay, I gotta address some of these things. And the only person that's gonna be able to address that is the man in the mirror. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to really start to help other people see exactly what I'm talking about for myself because they need it and don't understand that they need it and don't know where to go to find those things out. So uh, 2009, a really good friend of mine had uh, recently opened a CrossFit gym in LA. And um, 
I was transitioning out of media for the for um, uh, for that window of time. I actually ended up get, going back into media, so I'll talk about that in just a second. But that actually was really where I dove headfirst into health and fitness is um, being the general manager of that gym, coaching, and just being involved. And that's where lockdown actually started too. The church at the time that I was involved with, um, one of the directors there had asked me to draw up a plan for a men's group that we were, that we were running um, to get them ready for a retreat. It's a very physical retreat. So it wasn't just a spiritual thing. It was a mind, body, and spiritual things, which means that we were doing outdoor activities, and we didn't know exactly what those activities were until we got there. That was the great thing about the, the planning. Very similar to me or anybody doing a, an obstacle course race. You, you do a Spartan, Spartan race or whatever it is. You have no idea what the course is going to look like right, until you luck. actually get the good yeah. luck, right? Good luck. You'll figure it out. But isn't that how life is, though? Yes. Isn't that how life is? So <laughs> you're, you're, you're trying to prepare for the inevitable of unknowns, uh, of unknowns yeah. right? It's un- inevitably unknown. You just don't know. Right. Right. I know that which I don't know. Right. Everything. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, the, so I started working with the guys at, at the church and um, the guy and the, the gentleman that was running the group said, all right, lock it. We're going to need you to put these guys on lockdown. And it was kind of a joke at right. the time like, because, mm. yeah, and, and also because I played defensive back in college. So I was a corner, and that's just what corners do. They like, try to lock up one side of the field. So it was really started as a joke as far as the name goes, and then it was a playoff of my last name. But then there was something to that in that there was a, a habit-based approach that all of these guys had to do and figure out how to create the time to prepare for this three-day event that was coming up. And none of them were fitness guys and none of them were gym rats. So I was cultivating plans for these guys to get ready for these uh, for these events, these grueling events. And that's really how this uh, this whole thing evolved. And so then I started taking on more executive level um, clients who are starved for time and they're stressed and they have no idea where to start. Uh, and then I got a call to, um, uh, and I took a position at uh, Fox Media, and, at Fox Television Sales, and I uh, went back into media. But I still was coaching right. on the side of You're that. building. Yeah. Just building. Still it building. takes time. Sure. I mean, not to, not to cut you off, but, uh, you know, I, I, you get a lot of people who they only see results or they only see certain aspects of the work, but they don't get like, you, it takes time. You had to like, okay, what all goes into training? What all goes into training myself? What all goes into training others? What is the gym like? What is the, you know, the at-home like? What is the in-person like? What is the group like? What is the one-on-one like? Like, it's time. Sure. It's data. It's exactly and you need right. years to like sometimes, you know, yeah, some cases happen a little bit faster, but most don't. Almost all don't. Sure. Sure. You know? And and now I'm, 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 I'm talking to different audiences here. Uh, the The biggest thing was, all of these gentlemen were in their, at the time, in their, thir- in their 30s and 40s, right? Some still single, some were married, some had more time than others. But at the end of the day, they all needed a plan that worked for them, right. for yep. that individual. Yep. And that's really where the, the magic happens and where mm. I be- became that guide in uh, making it tailored for them and their situation and kind of finding those, those holes and making them realize how much time they waste doing doing things that uh, that don't serve their uh, their their ultimate purpose. It's either taking time away from their family, or it's taking time away from themselves to create something new, and 
so that's really where, where, where it happened. Um, so I did a couple more years in media. And then the situation with my father happened. Right. There it is. The situation with my father happened. And that coincided with a situation that I was having with my daughter because my daughter was going through extreme depression. It was, she was entering her senior year, senior year in high school. And uh, she had to be hospitalized less than two months uh, after that. Actually, excuse me, let me, let me take that back. So she's in the hospital. 48 hours later, Jacob, my son, is born. Mm. So I've got her in one hospital. I've got him at Cedar sinai Two months after that, my dad drops dead of a heart attack. So there was a lot on my plate. So I was already on uh, paternity leave. I'm trying to nurse my daughter back to health. And then the bomb drops with my dad passing away. And, you know, as far as immediate family goes, it's me in L.A. and my mom. So 95% of our family is on the East Coast. Mm. So now I have to go from being dad of my own household, um, still managing my, my media career, salvaging now what is my coaching on the side of that. And then I have to be dad. Now I've got to be my dad for my mom. I've got to figure out how to transition mom. Like, what are we, what are we going to do here? What's the, what's the next steps? So there was a lot going on. There is a lot in that. I'm, 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 I'm going through that with my mom right now over the last couple of years. And we're, we're a cool, unlikely team. I mean, we're, we're a dope team, but sure. like, you know, it, but it's interesting because I'm not my father's replacement and I'm creating a different life. They had a beautiful life, but they had their life, not my life. And I'm still very much like she's creating a, a second, third, fourth life at this point. Now, right. I mean, second, when I say second, third, I mean, like she was married for 52 years. And then it's like, now, where do I go from here? Right. While at the same time, like, you know, and you and I can kind of relate, you know, we've been divorced and then you're now in a yep. new marriage. I'm not there yep. yet. But it's like, but I'm I'm very much creating now a life that's still, I'm, I still feel like a baby. 100%. And so it's interesting about like, I know what your needs are, but I'm also really focused on my needs because like, if it, if I don't come first, we all in trouble. <laughs> you can't serve her the best. <laughs> right, right. We're all in trouble if yeah. I don't come first at yeah. this point. 100%. You know? yeah. 100%. There's the, and, and that's the truth. And that's exactly what I went through with my mom. It's yeah. like, okay, I've got to be dad here, be my dad for you for a little bit. Very similar. My parents were celebrating their 55th. Yeah, oof, They've been together go. since yeah. high school, man. Yeah. You uh, know what I mean? So yeah. Interesting so soul, brother. Breaking, breaking, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then there's that, and, you know, breaking the trend. Like I, I grew up in, 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 in a household where they were together every single day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. So now all of a sudden that's gone in the right. blink of an eye. Right. So how do you transition that quickly and at the same time, I'm supposed to be going back to work. Right. You right. know what I mean? I was getting I ready do. to go back to work. And I, I actually gone, had gone back to work after paternity leave, was there for two weeks when this happened. Mm. And then I'm like, okay, I got to go on leave again, guys. I'm so sorry. And this was the busiest time of the year. This is November. So we're, we're negotiating 2016 contracts at the time, right? So um, right before the holidays, craziest time of the year for me, for me and my desk. And there were just one too many um, emails and phone calls and pressures for me to come back and, and tend to business when I was trying to tend to family that I was like, that's it. I got to go. My family is coming first. Isn't God interesting? He really is. He was for, he was kicking me right in the ass. Isn't God interesting? Yeah. So, you know, well, I'll go on a tear on that in a minute, but go ahead. Yeah. So that, that was it. And I had a conversation with my wife and I was like, 
I'm done. Like I'll live vicariously through you because she works in advertising right. and and right. um good for you uh, yeah she's uh, she she's got a great career does her thing and I was like you know what you you do it I just need you to support uh, the idea of me taking this to a whole different level perfect and um I just it's, I want to say it was about six months after that uh, I had a couple of situations after I came back um, there were a, a number of things that had had fallen through the cracks while I was gone. And I was going to take it on the chin, regardless of it was, was my fault, whoever dropped the ball while I was gone during that window, whatever. Didn't really care anymore. At that point, I'm like, I got to go do me. And I'm going to go help as many people as, as, as I can figure out the things that I have figured out over these last several years. Think about, and there we have it. <laughs> and, and think about, there's so much in there. I like that. Um, I have a lot to say, actually, on this. First, the, when you're saying, like, you know, some things dropped the ball while you were gone. You didn't you didn't drop the ball while they were while you were gone like what's the support and infrastructure like that should have gotten your back when you weren't there because of what you had created while you were there but it's interesting what we notice when we're removed from a situation and come back i just want to throw that out there as sure. out, of, out of a showing grace i mean i'm sure there were some things that like they were your relationships and partner absolutely sure, sure but who gets your back when you're not there right? right and and that's sometimes what corporate you know in any environment you always want to kind of from a leadership standpoint like who's got my back when i'm not there like the way your wife had your back you're like yeah go do you yeah um the other thing I, I i think that is interesting when i said isn't god interesting um and i also refer to a person's God self too inside because um, and I did a post on this yesterday mm. and and because uh, this was in a deep reflection we created all this we like your this and it's very hard sometimes to understand people that like the beauty of like you created all the people in their roles as the keys to remind you how to get back home and to remind you of like this isn't for you anymore. It's the contrast. I'm trying to push you into your thing, but you created ahead of time and you're planning to make sure that this would really push you, Joinye, created by Joinye, to make sure to remind right. you of like, thank you. Yes. So the earthly role is different than the spiritual role. The spiritual role is like, oh, I love you. I got you. Like you, I took on this responsibility that you told me to do before you got here, which was to be kind of like difficult in this kind of way of contrast. Sure. So you would be reminded of like, I'm not that. Oh, I got to go. Yeah. Thank you. you go. Right, right. Right. Versus taking the emotional or the attachment or the, uh, you know, which we can. Because sure. we're like, oh, that hurts. And oh, why are you saying that mean thing? And oh, why are you behaving that way? When we think about it in that context, it hurts. Sure. But what's really happening is the contrast of like, Joyne, like you're meant for this. It's in you. This was just a reminder that you created to remind you before you got here. Now go. Now go. <laughs> now go. Right. And can you really let go and see the beautiful, the, the genius that you are ahead of time, which right. is also cool, which comes from self-love. From self-love. Yeah. And I, was, I had to put myself first. And, yeah. um, you know, there was a it, there, there was a, a time um, when I really got serious. I, let me, I'm going to rewind a little bit because I think this is really important, too, is when I really was starting to put my uh, put the pedal down on trying to build this um, uh, in my spare time. I will never forget the day that I was driving. I was one day I was driving into work. I lived in uh, the north part of L.A. County. I'm driving down the uh, the five freeway. So if anybody wa has watched that episode of Saturday Night Live where here in Los Angeles we describe everything by the number of our freeways. Right, right. <laughs> it's just what we do. So I'm on my way into work and 
as I mentioned when I started, the average day could be 10 to 12 hours, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's just work time, yeah. not commute time. Whew, Jesus. Hour and a half <laughs> in, hour and a half out. So I'd drop my daughter off at school, then I'd commute an hour and a half into my office in traffic. By the way, there's only, it was 22 and a half miles from door to door, and it would take me an hour and a half to get there. Mm-hmm. Then I'd wrap up the day. Some days I'd have to leave a little bit, a little bit early to go pick, pick her up, or other days that somebody, somebody else would go and, go and get her, right? So I was about 15 minutes into the drive one day. I remember exactly where I was. I remember the bridge in front of me is right where the 5, the 10, excuse me, 5, 210, and the 118 kind of converge. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, that's it. I cannot do this drive anymore enough so, yeah, you, hit enough. Your eno- you hit your enough point i did i did i hit it's a beautiful it. point i hit it and i and uh when, when i hit that point i also hit the drive the, the, the steering wheel yes <laughs> i was i was, yeah, I, out. I was frustrated i'm like oh man this this has to change man yes i can't do this that point that um uh inflection point is so important it happened for me uh well several times but the one before my father passed two years ago it was i was 39 and i'm like something has to change in my approach this isn't working anymore even though everything on the outside outside we're like oh everything's great i'm like "Mm, i'm but there's some loops here that are great but they're not they're good they're not great and they're not as efficient for really where i need to go and that enough point, because uh, you see patterns after a while, yep. and you get to that enough point, you're like, this isn't working for me anymore. Yeah. This has nothing to do with any of you. This just isn't working for me anymore. Absolutely. That and internal reflection. And it's none of your fault because I've been allowing it <laughs> because yep. I, I, I'm not understanding of what, I, what my needs are. And the moment I got into what are my needs and how do I do things differently, boom. That's exactly what happened. Is I, I, I literally created a Word document. It's like, what do I need to do? Create the, <laughs> I, I, so true. I had a Word so document. True. And I did like, too. What do I need to do to create a transition right. from this nonsense that I'm, that I'm putting myself through right now. Right. Not to say that, that again, going back, I, I loved, I, I training. still love media. It was I your love, training. Love training. I love training. Train, it was your training ground for everything. 100%. Yeah. I had, to, I had to figure, figure those things out. And negotiation, operations, client management. Same thing. It's teaching you everything. I, I, I took the same skill set and applied yes. it to Bingo. this job. Bingo. The, this, this career that I created, cre- created for myself. There you it's go. the same thing. Yeah. I'm going to, um, I'm going to tie that down really closely. You were talking about the relationships, right? How did you and I meet? Instagram. There you go. <laughs> intentional but, use. Yeah. It was, and it was about intentional, intentionally connecting with various audiences. What was it? 2015 or 16? It was. Uh, it was no. It was. It, I want to say it was 14. I want to say it was 14, 14 15. Yeah, because I was still that. Because remember, I was still in the media. And you were one of the originals. I was one of the OGs. You were one of the OGs on like HDS. Makers and moguls and all that stuff oh, that we were doing God, back in the yeah. day, right? Oh my God! Right? Yes, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, and by the way, anybody listening, you know, Jonia was really much a part of. Um, you know, I I was a, a quote unquote big consultant in a in a for digital it was big brands, but I uh, but I wanted to transition online. So just like he was going through transition, I was like, how do I do what I do for the, these big brands, and how do I like distill it down to operate in a more technologically leveraged society where we can globally connect? And that's not always, 
you know, and he he witnessed. I mean, he, he gave me compliments of the process. We did the best we could at that time, and actually, actually, I liked the work that we did. But it was like, yeah, you're always a work in progress as you're transitioning from one paradigm to another of your, for yourself. Yeah, and, you know? and and to that point, you know, you when when I found you and and I believe it was you still you and Case at the time. Yeah, and it was exactly what I needed yes. at that moment because of the transition that I was going through at the time. And you guys were actually talking that language. Yes. Yes. You guys were actually talking that language. And that's why I was like, wait a minute. I'm not alone in this. Right. There it is. (laughs) And that's the beauty of, of social and in digital is I'm not alone. How many others are like this? And that's why the conversation is shifting. So anybody that's not in the conversation is kind of like, so now, now when people look at us as weird, I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, what do you yeah. mean? Like, you're in the minority now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. But then I, I look at, uh, you know, I, I look at some of the friendships and partners that came out of that. Yes. From that, from that group, right? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, one of the brand, one, one of my brand extensions has been a, a, a CBD massage oil. Yes. That became out of a partnership from our group, from a gentleman that came in after, the, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and now yeah. we're real, very good friends and we yeah. connect uh, on, on, on a regular. And so I, I think those things are really important when you allow yourself to step out of your own box. There you go. And it doesn't have to be as hard as we make it. Right. And people like us work very, very hard. So I, I had to learn it's not working very hard i'm not gonna do the whole smart hard thing whatever but it's working very intentionally and honestly which how can we really do that until we have a very different relationship with ourselves yeah yeah you know no doubt about an it. an honest conversation with ourselves is an honest conversation with everyone sure sure that's exactly right and so i i had to have that that internal conversation yeah. with myself in a, a very quiet house and i remember having it um when i was sitting there with my mom and not spending time with my newborn son. So mm. my, my wife is at home with our newborn and I'm trying to figure out the, the remaining years of my mom's life. And is that going to be in Los Angeles? Is that going to be somewhere else? Like, what are we, what are we going to do? And so now I'm bouncing back and forth between her house and my house. And, you know, God bless my wife, man, cause she was so patient during that window. Mm. And I know how hard that was for her. During, during, d- dealing with that and, and seeing me having to juggle the hats of trying to get my daughter back in school. It's her senior year. She's just starting. She's already missing the first first portion of it, and we're homeschooling her. Got a newborn, and he's got to be. You know, we're trying to make sure that he stays healthy and all that fun stuff. And then my wife, and then my mom. You know, so there was there was a lot happening, and I was coaching at the time. Fortunately, I was still coaching on on the side of that because that forced me to say, okay, it's time to go all in on you for the first time ever, like, and, and not look back on it. How old were you when that happened? 40, what am I, 44, 45, 45, there's, uh, no, 43, 43, okay. that's 43. There, there's something that happens, I think, somewhere between that 39 and 45 um, at least speaking as a man, so I can, I'm only speaking, and with another man right here, I, I you know, it's, I think it's different for well, women are just smarter, I think, and they, they realize stuff way earlier they than sure men. Do. That's for sure. They're, 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 in, they're natural, sure. intuitive, like, yeah. I'm like, y'all knew this way longer than we for did, real, didn't you? Though. Um, but, um, that's a topic for another time. But, um, 
But yeah, there's something about, uh, because what I was taught a while ago was because you take experience and you now um, pair it up with wisdom, meaning you're making decisions differently now because you've had time, context, and experience. Right. And that is kind of dictating like, I need to move different. I need to think about how I'm going to move before I move, but not think about it the way like you do when you're a kid and you're debating. It's more of a like, let me set and go let yeah. me set and go set and go set and go that's it and think about how many how many creatives there are from various industries that go home and they have this gift yeah and it has nothing to do with the career that they're actually in no not like the furthest <laughs> no. from the career that they're right. in right now they want to do something with it and they just don't do it because they want everybody to sign off on them doing it. Yes. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you that's not going to happen. Nope. It doesn't happen that way. No. And you don't want it to. And I had this conversation with my mother recently because being married for 52 years, she, um, you know, she's now in a position of, I, she has to make decisions solely by herself. This is really about her independence. And, um, you know, she is very naturally intuitive, but always had a hard time listening to it. And so she would go and she'd say, oh, I talked to so-and-so and I talked to so-and-so and they made, they said this. And I was like, how did you feel? And she's like, not good. And then so-and-so said this. I was like, how did you feel? Good. And I'm going to do that. I'm like, oh, wait, 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 wait. I was like, good or bad are both validation. You were basically, let's just stop right there. You already knew what you needed to. You didn't feel good when somebody told you the opposite. And you felt good when somebody told you what you already knew. The goal is to get to a place where you don't need either. Correct. That's money right there. Right? That's money right And she was there. like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're, we're having these really great conversations. That's what I'm saying. Like, my dad knew what he was doing, but even before he passed, he's like, I'm going to pair these two up, and they're going to work together. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, you know, my, and, and my mom's the same way. Like, she, my mom has, a, has a, a, an eye, a, a beautiful eye for interior design. She's yeah. never gone to interior design school. Right. Um, she's, if I cracked open my messages from her right now, right. you will see at least the, seven of the last 10 text messages from her has been stuff that she's been creating in her house. Yeah. Um, she's wonderful with putting around, putting together arrangements, you know, flowers, succulents, right. Um, crystals with, uh, with, 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 you know, bedazzled and stuff like, like that. Like she just got an eye for it. Right. She's super talented. Yeah. Mom, do something with this. Right. Ah, you know, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, right. this whole day, where am I going to send it? Yeah. All this other stuff. And I'm like, create, create, just create, create, just create. And then, What'll happen is one day, and you know, I hope it hope it happen hope it happens for her soon. And 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 my daughter and I have been in her ear, like, we'll help you get it off the ground. Just create it. Like, just I love the fact that you're finding time to do these things. You're not just withering away in the right. house right now. That's exactly. You know, it. she's almost eighty, and she still has this very sharp, keen eye yeah. of, for creativity and and getting her hands dirty, literally, with with uh with doing things that not only occupy her time but it sharpens her mind yes i you know it's interesting we've known each other now for uh oh six seven years i didn't realize how parallel our lives were i had no idea from the time amount of time our parents uh were married to yeah, how the father's trip, right? how the father's past heart it was for the heart for my father not a, from a heart attack but a heart procedure yeah, to marriage, uh, to divorce you know, to how the moms are the mom, mom. my mom's 76 right. like what she's going through all of the things yeah um you know, when we were talking about the creatives and, um, you know, maybe not realizing it. And then I do want to shift the conversation just a little bit, which sure. will help the creatives. But it was based on, um, you know, uh, it was uh, based on 
something that we were speaking about before we got on to the podcast, which was discipline. Yeah. Um, you're going through all of these things all at the same time. And a lot of people don't always get to witness that part. So there's, okay, so there's the general audience, the people who, you know, the supporters of the universe that are like, oh, I love what you're doing with lockdown and all this other stuff who don't get to see the intimate side. There's the intimate side of the people who A, think you're either crazy or like, why are you doing this and all this other stuff. So there's that aspect yep. of, your, of your personal growth. And then through all of it, what we learn is a kind of like a dialing in and a focusing on self. And then um, once that takes place, I feel like the next step is a new form of discipline because when we dial in on ourselves, what do we start to realize? Oh shit, I need discernment. Oh wow, I need boundaries. Oh wow, I need focus. Oh wow, I need discipline. And really why? Because we're going up, most people don't understand we're going after the freedom. And a lot of people say, think that like freedom is, um, is free. It is free, freeing, I mean, but it, it's worked for. It's a discipline and, and why, and, and one of the, and I, so I want to talk about discipline and what you were experiencing with discipline. Sure. Because the way I, the reason I'm bringing it up is because some people go like discipline. Oh, that's a lot of work. I'm like, it's creating the life through accountable decision-making based on what you would like to have being focused and sticking to that daily to implement that into your life. So if you have an idea of what you want, that feels right for you, especially from a lifestyle, you can reverse engineer and put those things into place. Now, what does that require? What, what, is, what does freedom require? Well, freedom, if that requires, if we're talking about you know, um, your health, your finances, your relationships, right? Word. Your work and yep. your business and all that stuff. How do we have all those things dialed in? Discipline. Discipline, yeah. And welcome to your life and welcome to your freedom. It's earned. That's it, 100%. So. Um, I was sharing with you uh, earlier, you know, I was doing the 75 hard yes. uh, program. Um, for those that are not familiar with that, uh, a gentleman named Andy Frisella, who owns um, a sports nutrition company, First Form. Yep. He came up with this concept for himself a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. So here he is, a uh, CEO of multiple uh, multimillion dollar companies. Mm -hmm. uh, so you would imagine that man is pretty busy. Right. Yep. So uh, he, he long story short, he looked at himself in the mirror and was like, I can't be this guy and be the face of my sports nutrition companies and look like that, look and feel like this. And he wasn't himself. That resonated with me because of my own yep. particular journey. All of us. Right. <laughs> so he came up with this uh, this program. It's called 75 Heart. Um, most people look at it on the surface and be like, oh, it's a fitness program. No, nope. it's a discipline program. It's a discipline program. Now, I really resonated with that because that's how I coach my adults and really try to plant that seed for the kids when I'm working with my youth athletes. It's discipline, right? You gotta get up at a certain time. You have certain things that you have to do before you start class. If you're talking about the kids, there's certain things that you should be doing before you start your work day as well, yes. right? Whether that's laying out your clothes and, and knowing what you're gonna eat for breakfast and all those different things, right? So the 75, 75 hard is five critical tasks that you have to do every day. Hmm, lifestyle. One of them, drink a gallon of water every day read 10 pages of a self-help self or business building, self 
uh, entrepreneurial space mastery book. mastery right what what is going to help you build that side hustle or whatever it is that you're doing for your career your, your passion, life your life whatever it is um has to be a nonfiction book two workouts a day one uh, two work two workouts a day both of them 45 minutes long one of them has to be outdoors no matter the weather why because we get comfortable yeah we get comfortable. We avoid hard stuff, mm-hmm. right? We're just naturally inclined in this day and age to not want to be in any weather. Now, that's not to say that I need to be in a thunderstorm and if it's you know thunder and lightning. I'm not saying that. But if I know that storm is going to clear or get a little lighter, then I'll do it then, right? One outdoor, one indoor, two a day, 45 minutes each. You have to take a photo of yourself every single day so you can watch the journey of yourself actually changing. Hmm. How about that? Right. right? Seeing yourself actually physically change. Right. Hmm. What a concept. And you have to follow a diet, a yes. specific diet. Doesn't matter what it is, as long as it's going to increase your longevity, health, and support the activity that you're doing during the course of the day. Now, people get confused when you say activity. Okay. So activity oh, I must be eating to support those two 45-minute workouts. No, you still have a job and a career and a family. And, and if that's the lane that you're in, and that's the lane that I'm in, because I deal with parents that, that have kids and they're busy. So I'm like, okay, well, if I'm the face of lockdown athletics, if anybody can do this, or, or excuse me, anybody should do this, it would be me. And I needed that coming out of 2020. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I put on the, the quarantine 15 too, right? <laughs> I'm no different. I was drinking right. margaritas and hanging right. out and doing all right. that stuff with my wife and having a good time and eating all the snacks. And then I was limping my way out of 2020. I just didn't feel like myself. Mm. And I'm like, okay, January 4th, I'm kicking this thing off. So I had my last beer January 2nd just because I knew I was starting on January 4th. It was technically my first day. So I was setting myself up to not just go cold turkey, but I was setting the stage to go into this. So I got 36 days and I messed it up. I was gonna <laughs> say something else <laughs> on, the, uh, on this past Monday. I actually stumbled out of it, but here's what I'm And tell the rules if you, if you mess up. Oh yes, yes, that's a very important piece. Very important piece, thank you for, for bringing that up. If you miss any one of those things, so no alcohol, no cheat meals, no sugars, you want to, you, you're trying to clean up your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You're trying to make this a lifestyle mm-hmm. so that later you know what you can say yes to and say no to and be confident in your decision in doing so. Right. You, don't wa- you don't waver um, based on feeling pressure from, feeling somebody, pressure else. from somebody else. That's where the people don't realize it's, right. a, it's a psychological thing. It has nothing to do with like, you know, oh, you're just trying to get in shape. It's like, it has nothing to do nothing with that. Nothing to do with that at it's all. About, it's about boundaries yep. and honesty. Yeah. And integrity. For yourself. For yourself. For yourself. Because you've got to look at the man in the mirror at the right. end of the day and be like, am I satisfied with the work that I put in yes. today? And Every the, day. And the decisions you're making. Yep. Yes and, or no. And so if you miss uh, any one of those things in any given day, you, you have to go back the to the beginning. There you it is. You start from the beginning. Yes. You start all over again. Right. So from think day about one. the discipline that that takes to go 75 days in a yes. row yes. to do that. Regardless of whether you're on your vacation, wherever exactly you're right. at, you yep. know, yep, yep, yep. Birthday parties, weddings, whatever if all is in that window. Birthday, right. y- your own birthday. I, you know, I gotta say, I've seen a couple of people. I, I'm thinking of one uh, guy, young, you know, 25, 26 year old. Uh, um, you know, he's on his 
fourth run, I think of it. Yeah, because he, he, there's a, different phases of a it. couple. Yes. A couple he failed, like one or, once or one or two times he failed. Other times he completed like I think three of them already. Yeah, and I'm like, my god! But it's interesting to what like the kid is getting so dialed in on focus and happiness and yeah. like discernment from where he was, and I'm like, there it is. Yeah, yeah, no, one hundred percent. Because I would actually get frustrated when. You know, life happens. At the end of the day, right. life happens, and life happened to me on Monday, right. and that's why I, I right. missed two of my tasks. Right. I missed two two of the. And the, you were pressed. You were pressed a couple times during. You yeah. Want to talk oh, about even that? yeah, yeah. Please, man. Let's there talk were about a couple. There were a couple of nights. I'm not even joking. I was literally on the couch because I hadn't finished my water, and it was 12:30 a.m. And I'm trying to finish the last half of my gallon. Wow. Staying up. Wow. Walking around my living room, TV on. Got to get up at six o'clock in the morning, but you know what? Sometimes life will throw you curveballs, and you got to yes. do what you have to do. But Follow by the way, I'm doing this for myself, Follow not through. for anybody else. Right? Wasn't doing it for anybody else. Another night, I had gone through pretty much all the all the the elements except for the second workout. It was our cousin's birthday party. They live about a mile and a half from our house, mm-hmm. and I still needed to get my outdoor workout in. So my wife takes my son. She says, hey, we're going go to uh, go to the party right now. Do you want to ride with us? And I'm like, I'm still going to go do my walk. No, I'm not going with you guys. I will meet you there. It's close enough for me to walk to. Right. But I'm going to plan my power walk Perfect. around it and then finish at my 45-minute mark at their house. So I get to their, their house, and I go around the back, and um, her cousins are in the back. The, the fellas are in the back barbecue and whatnot, and uh, they're like, Oh, you're you're on foot. What's going on? How you doing? Yada yada yada. I'm like, I'm great. I feel good. I just just walked over here. Energy's good. What are we eating? <laughs> you know what I right, mean? Right. And they're like, so so what is this thing you're doing? And uh, and so I explain it to them. And they're like, oh man. First thing out of the mouth. You want a margarita? But <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't tell if you're messing with me. I'm like uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, is that a joke or not? No, no, no. <laughs> We go upstairs. They're cutting the cake. You want a piece of cake? Like, did we, no, <laughs> no. Give me another glass of water, please. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's those sure? things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you a couple. Sure? I got a couple over your shirts, and I'm like, no. But but going through that process allowed me to discern good decisions and bad decisions based on how I feel. Right. Not on social pressures. Right. And that is the most important thing is be getting to a place where you're not concerned if you have bags of Cheetos in your house because somebody else is eating them. Right. You don't have to eat them. Right. And I, I tell my clients that all the time. Like, look, I don't care what's in your house. I don't care what your husband, wife, kids right. are eating, what you're putting in their lunch. Just because it's there doesn't mean you have to eat it. Would I rather it not be in your house? Yes. However... You make the decision on whether or not you eat it or not, or you drink that or not. Choices. You do the workout or not. That's choices. your choice. Yeah. Not anybody else's choice. Nobody is tying you down to to uh, to to do these things. The discipline, uh, and you know, we're also talking about this before because I'm on month nine of training, um, and making taking the pressure out of um, how the transformation has to happen um, because I wanted it for lifelong. But all the nutrition and having fun with with the foods, it's interesting because not only am I eating amazing foods that I didn't realize really existed or how to make them, 
But yeah, the choices change too. Cause when I'm like around someone else, I'm like, nah, like, cause not only will that not be, first of all, that's not even as tasty anymore as this is, but like, that'll make me feel like shit. And I don't want to. Your, pal- and, your palate changed. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So like my choices are so it's, it's just once you start making better choices, the alternative isn't one. Sure. It's just not a choice anymore. Right. But we have to re- we have to create new choices. Yeah. And and put into play certain mechanisms, which is what you do yep. as part of your entire program, mm-hmm. you know, is helping them create better choices that don't really feel overwhelming to the individual when we can reduce that overwhelm for but you do it in fitness i do it in in uh, business right? right i'm like this should be much simpler for you sure let's just get to simple yep and that's it people are like oh you get me i'm like yeah i get you <laughs> i was like because i used to do it right. i used to do it and and, and and even there's mastery in that like i continue to keep developing the simple and it, um, and and um and it's interesting the, the more i the more i do for me like you did for you with your fitness the more you're gonna do for your clients, the, the greater you're going to show up for your clients. Right, right. The the first real experience with changing and really deep taking the deep dive into nutrition happened uh, while I was at, um, uh, when I first left media and was helping my friend uh, establish the gym. Mm-hmm. We did a, uh, a nutrition and lifestyle change. It was a, we, actually at the time, I think we called it a paleo challenge. We were, mm-hmm. we were dabbling in trying to remove any processed foods from our diet. Mm. Um, for health reasons, so so health and energy and all those different things, and I had dealt with allergies since '94. Basically, when I went when I went away to college, I was the first time allergies had ever triggered for me, and that's just because the pollination in ten- Tennessee is totally different than California. So I go down there and I'm trying to figure out what is going on right now. I, I mean, I must have sneezed and had uh, you know bloody noses for like a month, month and a half. Mm. I didn't know what an allergy was, right? Until I actually came home and saw my doctor and they were like, you've been going through this for how long and you haven't taken any allergy medicine? I'm like, no, man, I'm just, look, I go to, I go to class, I play sports, that's what I do. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. right? whatever they mm-hmm. have in the, whatever they have in the, uh, in the mess hall for, the, for us to eat, that's what I eat. So I didn't realize that I was having gluten intolerances, which was throwing off my, my throwing me allergies, sinus allergies. Hmm. Bad, bad. Sometimes they would be great, sometimes it would be bad. So what am I taking? Benadryl. I remember popping a Benadryl when I was still working in media. I took a, took a Benadryl. I'll never forget it. 20 minutes later, I literally faced down on my desk. Like it <laughs> knocked me out. It knocked me clean out. Uh, and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. But I still hadn't figured out what the trigger was. Right, right. That didn't happen for another like eight years mm. until I actually figured out like, whoa, it's what I'm eating. I have not had a Claritin or an Allegra. Since 2009. Imagine that. Uh, Going through that challenge yeah. with, 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 the sta- with the staff and the members changed my life. That 30 days, literally, of being disciplined about what I was eating and I was logging everything, mm-hmm. all of a sudden my allergies were gone. You know what triggered them back? How I, how I really figured it out? My daughter, classmate, had a birthday party at the, the week after the challenge ended. I'm like, okay. I get to go in right now. Right, right. Of three course. Three slices of pizza. Three slices of pizza. Yep. Piece of cake. Later, I woke up on that Sunday, ready to shoot myself. Yeah, like my head yep. was about to explode. Yep. And I'm like, it's the gluten. <laughs> it's all. <laughs> yeah. It's all that stuff right. in there, and all the processed foods. And I had yep. no idea. So I went right back to it, 
And so now I know, for me, I know myself. I know how much I can tolerate right. and spread it out without it actually affecting me. And that's why I don't, I don't, I'm not on those medications anymore. But that, that's self-discovery. The, this brings up, again, all of us are the uh, solution. We're all the solution. We're the question and we're the answer. And the issue is that um, we, as much as we'd like to quick fix, and I don't say we as me and you, but the, a lot of the people in general, as much as we'd like to quick fix anything, you're only actually making the problem worse and prolonged. Yeah. Because the self-discovery is how you get everything you want. Nailed it. And so I'm always fascinated by that, both for myself and just in general for everybody. It's like, no, I'll take this pill or no, like I'll, I'll go this route with the money or no, I'll make this. this. And, it's, and it fascinates me because I'm like, you're actually prolonging the outcome that you're looking for. Again, the contrast. Take a step back and it's all about self-discovery. Sure. You want better health? Like, you know, you don't need that. The pill will inevitably it could actually do a lot worse internally you know you may want today to feel exactly this but if you just do a few extra things for yourself come a couple months yep even a couple months and that's short term sure you could be in a massively better place no doubt about it no you know doubt about it and i see you know it's funny you know i work with uh the youth you know, basically anywhere between twelve to um, college age kids, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and having conversations with dozens and dozens and dozens of parents. One of the things that comes up so often is, "What should little Johnny and little Sarah be eating? They're not eating enough. Mm-hmm. They don't eat breakfast. They're waking up three minutes before class, especially now because so many of them are, are actually going to school online and, and and doing it virtually, and not realizing." that the mom and dad, if, if they're not doing it, they may not actually be making it a priority for the kids. So then it, it starts that vicious cycle, right? Because they're not necessarily prioritizing it for themselves. And now the kids don't really see it as prioritized, a necessary priority for themselves either. Yet they wanna be high level com- competitive yes. athletes, yes. but they're not fueling themselves to optimize their own performance. Yep. And again, it is. if you don't know what you don't know, if you don't test and taste and, and do these things, how will you ever really find uh, what works best for you, the individual? It's always interesting to me, again, um, we think it's the tasks that we get tied up on that like, oh, I don't wanna do this, I don't wanna do that. It's the priorities. Right. And right. so when we like, I, I like having that conversation with people and saying, do you matter? Like, of course I matter. I'm like, so maybe we should start thinking about you first. Huh? <laughs> I'm like, exactly. I was like, because it, it is, it is a changing conversation because when we're talking about like the task, like, oh, you got to train to be this, you got to be that, you know, this like, whoa, 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 because now we're, we're talking about outcomes, outcomes, outcomes. Right. And that starts to look like a mountain that nobody wants to scale. But when you start talking about like, what do you want as a human being and right. to be considered? And are we actually putting you first? Suddenly the conversation changes like, huh, 
Like, right, exactly. I'm like, this is just about understanding clarity for yourself. Really is what it's coming out and where does clarity come from? Understanding, where does that understanding come from? Slowing down and being patient. Look, everybody wants to feel good. Yeah. And then we get to a point where we tell ourselves, this is the best I can feel. Right, we there you go. We become comfortable Oof. in living uncomfortable. Right. You're not, you're not uh, right. optimal, but right. you've made yourself comfortable right. in this particular uh, window of time that you're that you're in i always say comfort's not so comforting (laughs) (laughs) comfort is not so comfortable at all no not at all all. in fact the goal is to get very fluid of like uh you know the moment you even find yourself even remotely too comfortable just push the boundary enough not not out of like excruciating pain just say like okay like this feels okay what can i just optimize one brick at a time 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 yeah and that is this is just this kind of steady increase because as you probably have have felt at times and I did too and nobody can see this because we're, we're talking here in person but it's that up and down up and down oh yeah I felt this and then I felt a crash I felt this and then I felt a There's crash highs and lows to it and I really had had enough I had enough of momentum no momentum crash momentum no momentum crash yeah I'm like I'm missing something and so it's not until I'm like what do I want well I want a steady sustainable increase yeah so momentum is about really being present with every brick and be like, cool, I just laid this brick very, very well. It feels pretty good. I've seen this before, so I'm gonna have to make changes as I lay the next brick. Yep. What will I have to optimize? Mm-hmm. Financially, physically, emotionally, whatever it might be. So I'm sure. like, hmm, let me examine that. Right. Hey, Mr. Accountant, uh, I'm getting ready to do this. Does this make sense or should I right. maybe lay the brick a little bit differently? Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you brought this to me, Matt. We should probably change this and this. Like, ah, sure. that makes sense. Thank you. Right. Hey, you know, trainer, I got here. I remember being here slightly before, but what got me here won't get me there. Is there something that I need to optimize now in the diet and nutrition so I can take that to the next level that I might not have you know, done before. I'm so glad you asked. Yes, it's about time to train your nutrition and your meal plan. I'm like, thank you so much. Sure, yeah, it's and it's just, baby steps. It's just baby, it's, it's actually just being very present on the yeah. baby steps, not on this like, yeah. I will be here and pressure, pressure, pressure. Yeah. And that's, the, that's actually the, the exact approach that I take with Beautiful. my adult clients is a habit-based approach. Yeah. Can we focus on one yes. thing? Can we focus on one thing for the next couple of weeks, can we create a habit of having your clothes in your gym bag laid out before you leave, before yes. you go to bed Yes. The, the, the night before? Yes. Okay. Not in the morning. I don't right. want you doing it in the morning. Right. I want you to have an optimal morning where you get up and actually have breakfast and you're not rushed and you're up early enough. Whether you want to do a workout in the morning, you want to do it later in the day. That's up to you because so many of my clients are actually uh, in the digital. Uh, I'm working with them remotely anyway and coaching them, but guiding them through their day and having them prioritize yes. their windows each day. We know they got to do homework with kids. We know that they have nine million meetings to be in uh, yes. during the course of the day. But at what point? Do we find those little windows yes. that are typically time wasters that you don't even realize are time wasters? Yes. That's where we're going to focus on you. I tell everybody to uh, do what I did, which is um, audit their schedule, their daily life, and journal for seven days straight. Um, it's what I learned from mentors in the past. Yeah. Um, and it took me a couple of years to finally do that. Once I did, I was like, oh, my God, look how much time I'm wasting. I didn't right. even realize it. And um it changed everything because then you're like, well, now that I know what I'm doing with my day, 
what do I want to do with my day? Yeah. And that is where it all changes that's at good. that point. That's right. Really good. You know? Yeah. No, that's uh, that's that's spot on is that's going through the, the exercise of 75 hard over this this um, this last month and a, and a couple of days. I got to see the same thing for myself you right. know, being being a business owner, trying to manage and, and navigate uh, being, you know, doing the things that I need to do to to, to operationally at home. Yep. And then seeing some clients in person, then seeing some virtually, yep. and then writing the programming for the rest of them that are 100% right. virtual. Yep. Um, and then going to and writing the programming for the, for, for the, the youth athletes um, and the, the nonprofit organization that I'm part of and, and, and working with those kids uh, you know, three, four days in a week as well. Really put a, a focus on what needed to go. That's it right there. What needed to go. What do I have to do to optimize for time? Yep. I, I heard Naval say in his book, um, solve for time, you'll solve for everything else. Mm-hmm. That's really all we're trying to do That's is it. solve for time, which makes us better businessmen and women because it's like, oh, shoot. Yeah. So I got to like leverage this tool, that admin, this thing to do this thing for me. You're, you're, you're having to really actually think through the processes of how you deliver your value to the world, especially in business, well, specifically in business. And what is the one thing that people say that they don't have enough of? Time. Right. 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 But then you ask them, if you ask someone, well, well, tell me how busy you are. I'll start with how many hours a day are you sleeping? Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes. That's the, that's the longest window of, yep. of, of allotted time to one thing seven to eight baby right seven to eight is it seven to eight most people know yeah i know it it's uh, i it's know it five i to feel six. it i feel it it's five to six yeah so that other 19 hours that you're telling me yeah. that you have you're working and doing all of this other stuff for the right. other 19 hours right and we can't get one for yourself is what you're telling me yep Oh, I love when uh, when I love when people say that, right? They're like, "Oh, you know, with, with three kids, and uh, you know, I don't, I can't meditate not even for five minutes in the morning because the moment I'm up, I'm go 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 go." I'm like, "Whose fault is that?" They're like, "Well, you're not a parent." I'm like, "Listen, uh, but I don't make me quote some famous people that are that right. are like Olympic gold medal winners 100%. and uh, athletes and entertainers, not entertainers, yeah. just entertainers, but you know, just just people, sure. businessmen and women, whoever." Yep. You know, yep. so no uh, doubt about it. Yeah. Question for you. I, I can't believe we're at an hour and 10 minutes. <laughs> it's wow. wild. I, I didn't know. realize that either. What do you have coming up? Like you, 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 I mean, you're, you're doing really, you know, lots of amazing things. You're busy as all hell. We're, 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 yeah. we're, we're entering into a, uh, the next cycle of life over the next decades. Yep. Uh, health is a priority. Yeah. You're going to be busy for a very long time. What's going on? Yeah. So for me, it is, is really expanding the um my my flagship program which is is it's taking on a whole new um new new name genre and whatnot nice. it's ironic that we were just talking about our time because it's, it's it's called 24 7 intention mm. physical development program mm. and the the goal here is really fine-tuning all the things that we were just talking about helping people optimize their day-to-day based on where they want to go Okay, and 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 that's Perfect. that's the challenge right there. It's everything with, with so many people is the quick fix, the thirty day this, the twenty. I, I got away from. It. I personally had to get away from it myself. I'm not knocking any coach out there that's doing the thirty day challenges. What I what I realize when um, after doing what I've been doing, and and reestablishing and redirecting uh, my programming, 
I noticed that even for me, 30, so I went 36 days on 75 hard, 30 days is not long enough when you've been in your routine for 20 years. There it is. It's just not long enough. Just like I mentioned to you where when I went into the training, I went to the trainer and I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm ready to start. You know, oh, you know, are there some specific goals in the next three months? I'm like, no, this is for life. Yeah. And then the trainer said, well, you know, what about this? I was like, no, yeah, this is for life. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I'm because I had found goals. What happens when you reach a goal? All right, cool. I, I guess I'm, I'm out. I'm there. I, I've done it. Done yep, it. All right. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll see you on Monday. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I, I, the approach was, no, I, I'm here. I'm, I'm, there's no stopping. Sure. This is for life. Sure. So let's go from that perspective. Yeah, absolutely right. And that was so one of my philosophies um, that I've, uh, that's really helped me kind of stay, stay in the game, if right. you will, for my own, my own physicality is having stuff on the calendar that I'm working towards. Like, again, it's lockdown athletics. I want to do athletic things. Now, obviously, I'm not going to go out and compete on a football field anymore. But I want to go out and, and test my own limits. Um, I've got a, a client right now who a couple years ago, he was 80, he lost 85 pounds mm. and he did it slow. He did it methodically. And now he's got his third triathlon under his belt. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's those kinds of things that I, I really try to encourage people to think about is not so much trying to get to an end date, yeah. but how can we make this the journey going forward, right. period. A beginning with no end. That's it. That's it. We can navigate the holidays and not say, oh, my God, but the holidays are coming. The holidays right. is Thanksgiving's one day. Yeah. Christmas is one day. Yeah. New Year's is one day. Oh, man. I, they're they're not advocating for this, but like I eat so well and clean. But um, there'll maybe be like a day where I'll have two double doubles from in and out. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, no, no gluten. Protein style. Yeah. Protein style. And like, and uh, I don't always do the fries, but I might, you know, sure. and it's crazy. The next day I'm like, oh shit, I dropped another pound. Like, cause it's like, yes. cause the body is metabolizing so different now. Absolutely. It's like, dude, I got your this. Gut, your gut health you know. is so much better now. Oh my God. That it's churning yeah. through that yeah. because your gut flora is now healed. Yeah. It's not dealing with all the crap that nah. you're dealing with. Nah. Yeah. It knows how to process it, get rid of it. Yeah. And then you go right back to routine, but you enjoyed that 15 yeah. minutes. You lifestyle. Enjoyed. It's lifestyle. Lifestyle. Right. Well, that's amazing about the program coming yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, that's so on, on that front for the adults, it's really really where the focus is is um, uh, tr- building out a platform where people yes. feel like they they know that they have a a journey ahead of them without the overwhelm. Without the overwhelm, there I want to take the overwhelm yeah. out of it. Yeah. yeah, say that right there, and you will never lose. Yeah, because everyone's like. Yes, like you'll hear the sigh of relief yeah. of like, because uh. it doesn't have to be all <laughs> cut and dry like no. right now. Like, yeah, that's it. You're eating salad for the rest of the day, and right. I need you to run, you know, right. ten, four hundred meter repeats. Right. You know what I mean? That's just, and, and it's so much more sustainable, yeah. um, both for them, for you, for the business. Like in terms of like the results over time, mm-hmm. the 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 um, customization and like the attention to detail and attention to the clients yeah. and. It's yeah. a beautiful time. That's it, man. So yeah, between the, that and then doing more consulting um, uh, with the kids, more so, yeah. more so with coaches. Yes, and just really is. educating uh, educating coaches on right. instituting proper training protocols for these young athletes. Coaching the coaches. Coaching the coaches. Um, I, I think there's a, a a big need a big need for uh, for that space, uh, especially for you know weekend warrior coaches that uh, right. you know. The moms and dads, but like like myself, <clears throat> excuse me, that that um, are also coaching 
their kids' soccer team, their t-ball team, or whatnot. Yep. They they understand the game and the nuances yes. of the game. Yep. But the movement of making them a better athlete, those are two totally separate things. Yes. So if we can make them a better mover, right, make them stronger so they can run faster uh, and be less injury prone, uh, can we can we give these coaches, amateur coaches, tools that they can roll into their 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 coaching program to make sure that those elements are being hit as well? And uh, because I, I'm actually nervous right now, considering kids have been at home and not playing sports in a lot of state, California right. in particular, um, they've been sitting on the sidelines for almost a year now, right? Mm -hmm. And some of these older overzealous coaches are going to get a hold of these kids and be like, we got to get them back into shape like right now. Right. And you got to do them the right way. You got to do it in the right way. And especially when you're talking about little neurological systems that aren't fully developed right. yet. Right. And they might be going through stuff and kids are going through depression just like adults are right now. And we don't know how, how out of shape some of them are. But at the same time, not all of them get in shape at the same pace. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, so really just talking to. Uh, so that's that's the next thing, too, is doing consulting and, uh, and doing workshops with uh, with coaches. Where can everybody find you online? Everybody can find me in a couple of different places. So on Instagram, uh, they can find me either at yay dot locket. Y.E. That's yay. That was my nickname. Yay dot locket. L.O.C.K.E.T.T. -T, is my personal. And then lockdown athletics. It's just at lockdown athletics. Um, LinkedIn, it's Jonye Lockett, just all connected, J-O-Y-N-I-E-R-L-O-C-K-E-T-T. -T. If you want to shoot me an email and reach out, it's Jonye at LockdownAthletics.com. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm an open book, open source, and, and uh, you know, the end of the day, this information should be general knowledge. Right. And, um, That's you know, what we're doing. People are, yeah, if, and if people have questions or curious, like, where to start, um, uh, you know, talking about, you know, where they've been and uh, some of the, the pitfalls that, have, that are scaring them from restarting the journey. Uh, I understand it because I've, I've stopped and started and stopped and started and I've worked with dozens and hundreds that have uh, all stopped and started as well. And look, you can't be on all the time. There's an off season. Yeah. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. In, in life, there's an off season. And um, uh, what we need to do is get more people in season, though. Yeah. Amen. I, I was uh, delivering a, a presentation early last year, early 2020, and I was talking about the discipline of the day instead of the calendaring. And it was uh, to a group of female entrepreneurs, 22 of them all in fitness. And they said, do you ever deviate? And I said, every day. They go, oh. And I'm like, y it's hard to, you're not here to be perfect. Is that every day you, you're having to adjust. And that's what you really learn. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so it was, it was cool to, they were like, oh, wow. I'm like, yeah, no, we're not like perfect. We're practiced. And that's, that's everything right there. I'm like that's every it. day. I'm like, it's just me practicing, bettering it and bettering it and bettering it. Not perfect. But practicing practiced. it with intention. With intention. I right. know why I'm doing it. Right. So, but anyways, this yeah. was, this was incredible. I'm I appreciate you. It, yeah. Yeah. This, you so this is one of those. You didn't quite make the record. We're at about an hour 18, Ooh. but like you, you got, you got it. In. You huh? got, no, right. this is good. This is so good. <laughs> is, uh, th and this is the type of information that needs to be heard because, you know, we're talking about discipline. We're talking about health. We're talking about business. We're talking about journey. We're talking about patience. We're talking about timing. We're talking about mastery. It's a lot of stuff in and, here. And navigating it. Navigating it. And navigating it properly, and it's not, and the yeah. journey's not the same for every person. Everybody's uh, everybody's got their own. Walk. Everyone's an individual. Yeah, everybody listening, go check out my brother Joinier at at 
y-e-dot-lockett, L-O-C-K-E-T-T. That's his personal. Reach out, DM to him, follow him. Yeah, say he, hello. Yeah, well, I, you know, I always say to you guys, everybody that comes on here, like, reach out to them. Just be appropriate, but reach out <laughs> to them. You know, they're busy people, but be intentional. Uh, and then you can also check out at Lockdown Athletics. Um, and then you can reach out to him. Uh, was it Joinier at LockdownAthletics.com? Yes. Uh, and you, know, you can find him on LinkedIn. You can find him online. Just join Yay, lock it. You'll find him. Google him. But uh, you know, you can always go look at my followers because I've been following him for years as well too. So there you go. Uh, appreciate you, brother. I You're welcome back you, on man. again Thank for round you. two. I'm Thank gonna. I'm, you. I'm, I'm, that's gonna be a fun one. Yeah, it's so. gonna be good. And, be good. and uh, you know, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm, I'm honestly super pumped and proud of what you've built with this uh, with this podcast, man. man it's, it's, it's awesome. Crazy. Yeah. It's cool. Watching, watching <laughs> it's this fun. thing evolve has been it's pretty fun. Dumb, dude. It yeah. is, it's been fun. And it is, it, I still feel so early on. You know, yep. what it, Rogan is in like, what, year 12, 13? I mean, right. you're six. So I'm like, ooh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you think about it, like, like you said, I know you, you invite uh, guests to come back. And I know you've had a few that have come back on. And as he has, and it, it's, it's always great to go back and see. Like, right. The development. What, the development. Right. And, and, uh, and that's what we're talking about here is just that evolution. Things change. It doesn't always have to be consistently just, consistently mm -hmm. everybody please go check out join a locket online um you'll also see the the uh, in the show notes you'll be able to find him as well there too uh i appreciate all of you guys please um write your five-star review and and uh and like do a, a write-up on it on apple it really means a lot to me most importantly apple likes it because that's how they end up recommending it to more people and so you know the power is on all of us working together with that <laughs> and i really really just i appreciate all the love that's been coming out of there uh so for joining my brother my my close friend for myself my gosman and for the household separately we're out